Max, the one to watch for the best in entertainment, now has live sports with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Stream hundreds of select live games from MLB, NBA, NHL, U.S. Soccer, and NCAA Men's March Madness. And it's all included for a limited time with any Max subscription. After the promo period, add it for $9.99 a month. Base subscription required. On November 10th, Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson reunite on the big screen as Captain Marvel and Nick Fury to assemble the MCU's next team, the Marvels. After Captain Marvel gets her powers entangled with teenage superhero Miss Marvel and Captain Monica Rambeau, the three heroes will learn teaming up changes everything. Don't miss Captain Marvel's return November 10th in the Marvels, only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Get your tickets now. You are now listening to FemRegard Podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Mmm, Fem. Hey, Fem fam. Welcome back. Hey. Um, I don't know if you guys can believe it because I can barely believe it, but this is season 13. We are over <laughs> We've been doing this. 100 episodes for show. I think we, we should start a count because this is like crazy. Well, if it's approximately 10 episodes a season, we should be around 130. But, that you is, know, we give and, give and take give a couple and take, episodes. Give and but, take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, oh my gosh, season 13. She's here. We're still doing this because we absolutely love the community it's brought us and just being able to share um you know knowledge that we get from our guests and especially resources like the guest we had today had on today and interviewed so Tessa who do we have so today we have Omar McClinton he is a filmmaker who created the various artists independent film festival um, so he grew up in Chicago, and he won his first award for writing from the NAACP at 16, so he started early. Mm. Um, he is a filmmaker, and he kind of worked his way through the studio. A lot of, you know, the jobs that we don't even want, but he learned so much. He spent some time here in L.A. doing that, then moved back to Chicago to be with his family. <laughs> I like in the interview, there's one point when he says, he moved back to Chicago to relax and be with his family. So he made a film. Yes. I, I was going to interject and be like, interesting, interesting choice of words. <laughs> I love yeah, that you yeah. just mentioned that because I totally wanted to break and be like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Just <laughs> wanted to relax, make a film. Totally the most relaxing yeah. thing ever. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, um, out of that, you know, he, he realized what it is that filmmakers really need and what can really make or break a filmmaker's career, make or break a film success. So he created the, what's the initials? V-A-I-F-F. So Various Artists Independent Film Festival out of that. And it's a really amazing festival. And he's going to tell you all about it in this episode. But filmmakers, like, if you're jaded with festivals, please do not tune out because this one is different. Like, Mm -hmm. it offers so much opportunity I, it, it's amazing. Like we're gonna go submit after this. Yeah, we're <laughs> because it's blown just amazing. Away by literally the amount of extras that are offered as just someone who is in um, while submitting, but also just a what contender? What's the word? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just like what it's it's we just kept going like what <laughs> the entire time um because yeah we we've been through our fair share of the ringer and sometimes it's like even as a winner you get nothing really mm-hmm. and and so it's just super awesome that he's giving back to independent artists this way so guys yeah definitely tune in um there's so much and definitely check out and support this this film festival i i just really love everything that the community that they're bringing in. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah. guys, enjoy our chat with Omar. Yeah, you were very genuine and like I can just tell like with everything you presented, you know, there's a ton of film festivals out there, but I could tell that you are one of the good guys who really try to help. <laughs> Like independent filmmakers. 
uh, being a filmmaker myself, or you know, and doing it for so long, mm-hmm. I realized the uh, the kind of of dynamic that they have, and you know, it's where there's where there are ways of making money. You have a lot of people that you know that want to rip people off. Yeah, and I really yeah. want to cater a film festival toward the people that really want to just you know make movies. You know, and yeah. they ripped off all the time. We just want to do what we were born to do. You know, everyone's born with this talent. They want to show and feature this talent. And they shouldn't have to to go through all the stuff they go through just to just to do what they were born to do. So I want to make it easier for them. Yes, I love that. I love that. Omar, why don't you go in and give us a little history to our listeners about yourself and what led you to that point where you're like what you just beautifully said about starting something, a festival that actually like supports creators because we work so hard. We want our work to be in a way validated and celebrated after, you know, you put your blood, sweat and tears into something. So you mentioned that you're a filmmaker as well. Um, and I know you've produced and all these wonderful things. So let her pimp yourself out. Tell, tell us tell us a little bit. <laughs> okay. uh, the most important thing is, is I run a film festival, various artists, independent film festival, but I run it from the point of view of an artist. Meaning when I first started out, it was doing... Um, as an actor doing craft macaroni and cheese commercials and Wisconsin State Journal commercials, McDonald's <laughs> television, all these industrials and things like that in Chicago. Loved acting, grew up, you know, going to the movies. But when I went to auditions and I would audition for roles, it was always the auditions and roles of, of characters I didn't feel comfortable playing. Not what I wanted to portray on screen. Mm-hmm. So I started writing. Sound familiar actors? <laughs> I think we all, we all feel that, yeah. And then I started writing. And I, I, I can honestly tell you, I fell in love with writing, mm. even more so than acting. And the fact that I can take an idea in my head, put it on paper and then say, here, I can give it to you. You can read it and then you can see what I had in my head. Just that process of communicating with people was, was mind blowing to me. So I started writing and writing and blah, 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 blah ended up um, having three jobs, two during the week, one on the weekend, saved all my money, went to as many film sets and, and commercials, et cetera, that I could, started um, trained some friends, took like 10 of my friends and taught them filmmaking, did my own independent film. Oh my gosh. That ended up doing well enough where someone from uh, a studio, I won't say which one, studio in California, they say, hey, look, why don't you come down here we're going to redo this with um, you know talent attached and a larger budget. Great. Went out there. The company was immediately sold and my deal fell through. Wow. I had to end up starting completely over from scratch, had used all my finishing funds for the film to move out to LA and for lawyers and et cetera. Oh so now God. I'm out in LA completely broke and heartbroken. Yeah. Got a job in the uh, oh uh, mailroom of the studio. I ended up delivering mail to the office that was supposed to be mine. It earmarked for me to someone else. I stayed there for, it's supposed, supposed to stay there for about a year before you can move on. How could you was, do that? How could you like stand there and deliver mail? Like, uh, Yeah, and, and, and the mail run is four times a day. So four times a day for a year and a day. I did, had to do that. It wasn't easy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but um, it was really, really uh, a factor for me to not stop, to not quit. You know, because mm-hmm. if it's worth doing, then it's worth fighting for. Yeah. So uh, I did that. So the contract, you stay in the mailroom for a year. I stayed one year and one day. I moved off when the visual effects back then it was a, a uh, not as popular as it is now. Yeah. Visual effects. Worked my way up from a, a, a PA to being one of the co-owners of my own visual effects company. Wow. Moved back into physical production. We started a, uh, we, we were the first company to do this hybrid uh, visual effects, all, com- all CGI set with live action actors. Mm. We were the first ones to really do that well before Sin City. Yeah. And that was a great thing. Went over to the CW. They're coordinating over the Disney. Uh, there's some accounting for all of their shows over there, all their um, ABC studio shows. 
Okay. Not normal to visit, but ABC studio shows. <laughs> and then um, it, it afforded me all these different things. And I say all this to say, because I've done so many jobs, and when I went back to Chicago to kind of relax with my family, I did a film. I did a film and I entered into a, a film festival. It had great production value, it had great talent, blah, blah, blah. And I got a call back from the film festival saying, uh, we have to, your film was not accepted. And I said, well, why? You know, what was wrong with it? Uh, it you know, and they gave me some crazy excuse that um, I didn't necessarily agree with. Mm -hmm. I knew someone else who'd entered that same festival had not finished their film yet and they were already accepted. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this mm. is this is a lot here. How yeah, that's very frustrating. Or this this crazy excuse. Um, and I do consider, you know, I had some, you know, a little more experience than the average person in a lot of different areas. Right. Someone who hadn't finished their film had not only been accepted, but they actually had their, their time slot and the schedule. And I'm like, wow, this is this is really, you know, shady, right. not fair. You do it to other people. How many actors, writers, producers, coordinators, different people in the film industry that have experience like me, how, how many of us have really been shut out for crazy reasons? And the lady couldn't tell me exactly why. She took my money, mm -hmm. but you know, it was, that was it. So I said, you know what? That's not fair. Immediately started various artists, independent film festival with some, with some colleagues of mine. The very first thing we did eliminated the two year stipulation where if a film is over two years old, it's no longer eligible. Yeah. That's gotta be the craziest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree because it takes so long to make a film. Then by the time it's finished, it takes so long to submit it to all these festivals. If you don't get into your, you know, first round picks or whatever, it's like, then your time's up, you know, and it, you spent all this time and money and you don't even get to showcase it. I agree. That's wild. So it's, thank it's, you. <laughs> crazy thing and let me ask you if i were to ask you two what your favorite movies are they're probably older than two years from now right. <laughs> yeah right. yeah movie, great movies don't have an expiration date and they shouldn't have an expiration date if it was great in the 60s 70s 80s 90s it's gonna be great now now all i said is look two years that's completely gone if it's finished it's eligible to compete mm -hmm. go ahead and submit I also learned during my travels in the industry that you have to build your own brand and be your own brand. Your film, your content is your calling card. Okay? Yeah. It opens the door for you to get into the room, but your talent keeps you in the room. Yeah. You know, mm. and your attitude or lack of it or lack of professionalism can get you kicked out of the room. Right. So what I tried to do is say, look, I'm gonna help people by one eliminating the two year stipulation. You can submit. If you submit, I started a program of uh, view and vote. Now, everyone in the industry knows what view and vote means, but it's an actual industry term where every year you vote for, you know, the Academy Awards, you vote for the Emmys, you vote for et cetera, where they send you uh, a reel, a screener, or they send you something to look at. And if you like it, they ask you to vote for it. Mm -hmm. I incorporated this real industry practice into the film festival market, where now I'm raising awareness for each and every filmmaker. I create a banner form, I create a one sheet form, I create a teaser trailer form. <laughs> send it to them. You send it out to all your people, all your friends and family. Oh my God. Get that awareness going. They That's come amazing. back to vote for you. And when they vote for you, they, they might see some other people as well in other categories, in other genres. Oh. They may. A filmmaker has an opportunity to raise their awareness and raise their fan base just by being a part of the festival. So I do all that for you. You go, you submit, you send it out. The people with the most positive votes in all the categories, mm -hmm. they get the nominee spot. Mm -hmm. Nominee spot being fall, uh, let me see, fall, winter, spring, summer. I get my four nominees, like any other award show, and then I bring on all the famous or industry people I've worked with in my career to now judge these final four, because now they have time to watch four, mm -hmm. not 40. Yeah. <laughs> and they sit back and watch the final four, and I have them film themselves saying who they are 
they watch the films and here's the winner. And then I send that winning announcement video to the actual winners to say, so-and-so watched my film and they liked it. Wow. I love that. So That's unheard that, of. This is all unheard of. Like this doesn't happen. <laughs> it has to be catered toward the filmmaker and the content provider because yeah. within two years, within your lifetime, life happens. Something happens to you, a family member. Yeah. You get married, you get divorced, the kids have to go for something. But you still have the talent, you still have the drive. And we need a festival or needed a festival that would cater to people who understands that in the world of being a creative, life happens. Yeah. Emotions go up and down. You need somebody there to support. And if you can't have a, a community of artists supporting you, who can you have? So that's why the festival was created. And I added some additional extras even on top of that as well with the production grant and everything else. Yeah. Before we get into that, I just want to, yeah, again, like Carolina said, like this is unheard of for listeners. If you haven't submitted to festivals yet and you haven't been through all of that, like you usually don't get a lot with the festival. I mean, there's certain ones that do have awards that are like cash prizes and stuff like that. But most of the time you're going to get a to buy your own says, trophy. Exactly. When, if they have trophies. If they like, have trophies, then you have to spend $200 and it's like, okay, <laughs> that's yeah. fine. So <laughs> for you to even like, for before someone's even an official like winner, but when they're just a nominee to get all of that stuff from you, like all of that is amazing because that's such a, such great um, like materials for the filmmaker to have, you know, and especially that it's coming from a festival. So it's, it's got like that, um, that stamp on it, you know, it's not just them making their own like non-professional teaser trailer or whatever. It's like, hey, this came from a festival that I got accepted from. I'm a nominee from, you know, here's the teaser trailer. So it just, all of that is, it's so awesome that you offer that to the filmmaker. Thank you very much. But, and the beauty of this is if, let's say a filmmaker or content creator submits and they don't advance, they've still raised awareness and they've got their name out there Mm -hmm. So now when they start their own crowdfunding campaign for their next project, they already have shares and likes and friends to say, hey, look, I have a Kickstarter for my next project. Will you help me out? And we help yeah. them build that audience is one. Right. Two, you don't pay for your own uh, award. If you win with various <laughs> artists, it's your own engraved crystal trophy that we send out to you as part of you know your submission fee. You also get, and I'm very happy for this, a free copy of Final Draft. Final Draft loves what we're trying to do. Aww, to get a, 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 a free copy of that. Um, and one of our winners of the of the not even of the of the of the genre winners. One of our winners of the people that submitted. So you don't have to have won. You have mm -hmm. to submit it. Okay. One person will be awarded a short film production grant, meaning. You submitted, maybe you didn't win, maybe you did. Right. But you had a lot of talent and you had a lot of, a lot. Of, your, your project did very well. We will then give you a one-year mentorship and we'll help you film with this short film production grant, a short film to premiere at next year's opening night for Various Artists Film Festival. That's so awesome. That is so, beyond and, incredible. Like when people yeah. ask us, how do you get started and how do you build a network or, you know, um, an audience, which is what you're hitting on, especially, and what, you know, we've learned right away when launching our podcast without even really knowing 100% how this was going to, like, maneuver and, gra like, gradually build us. But this was, like, our way to start to grow. And we've told people it doesn't have to be a podcast as a creator. And finding your audience by making your own work, like we always talk about, but then finding someone like you who has a community to like then further support and build your audience, this is how you get started. This is how you can build. And so for our listeners out there who, you know, are struggling, like, what do I do? Like, this is what everyone says. My social media following is blah. It's like, it, it, don't worry about that. Like, find that your voice in the community that is going to back you up and like can already bring that to you. Like you guys already have that like world. I, I know it's worldwide, right? So you have like a whole network of people who can tune in and support your work. That's, that's very, true. that's incredible. And so it's just like, um, the fact that, yeah, I definitely want to get into the grants because that's something I feel 
we we try to bring on people too that can bring light to that because we we're not trust fund babies like we don't have that kind of like income to keep pouring into our projects and granted we will continue to pour our own money into things for sure but it's like we're you can only get to a certain level then I think in in your production so that's really huge so yeah whatever you want to share on the different grants you offer uh the I have one announcement I can't quite announce just yet okay um, is it a later like, newsletter for us? You send us the info. We'll plug it in. Guys, <laughs> sign up for our newsletter once a month. We send you the goods. Okay, okay. You hit us up later after. Don't worry. <laughs> <We set up. laughs> um, there's one thing that creatives need more than anything else, and that's money and a job and things like of that. Yeah. So I have one announcement that I'll be um, making very soon, as soon as the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. Mm-hmm. That is another um special gift that I want to give to the, the, the creative artist family, the various artists family, and uh, to help build the community yeah. to show that yeah. I do support what you're trying to do. So that's a little teaser for that. But the short film production grant is a, um, is, what is it, about 85% of what I make mm-hmm. on film festival submissions. I take that money and then I put it back into the form of a production grant. Now, I've had to add my money on top of it as well, and I'm proud to do so, to then help people say, look, wow. here's an opportunity. I'm going to help you with the script. We have a script doctor we work with. We have uh, budgeting, scheduling classes, show them how to do it, how it's how it's actually done, what to do, what not to do. The team, the crew get together, we film it, come back, go through editing, and once we premiere it, it's, it's, it's one complete process start to finish either from people that have never done it before or people that have done it before, but they want to try again. Mm-hmm. They had to stop for whatever reason. Like we spoke about the whole light thing happening. Yeah. <laughs> they have to get back in the game mm-hmm. and to do what, what they love to do. And, or they do it and they say, you know what, maybe this wasn't for me, you know, but I had, I, I tried my best. Mm-hmm. And sometimes to some people, you know, that's worth it too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, we talk on this show all the time about how to be in this business, you have to absolutely love it to the point where you can't see yourself doing anything else. So I think it is just as valuable sometimes to realize like, hey, this isn't for me, whether that's like one part in the industry or maybe the whole thing altogether, you know, whatever it is, like it is valuable to take the time, have that experience, have something to be proud of from it, but then realize, hey, that's it. I don't want to do it again. You know, Yeah, it's one thing that I try to tell people, and I really hope they get it, is that um, talent or drive weighs an ounce. Yeah. Re- regret weighs a ton. Yeah. And if you don't go out there and try your best and really try to do it and to spend the rest of your life with that regret, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. I want to help people get to the goal and understanding of what their talent is. If it's not this, go find it elsewhere. But if, it, if this is it, let me help you advance so that you can share your talent with the world. Because mm-hmm. I personally would rather see the next generation, the great, the greater new ideas, mm-hmm. the new ways of doing things, the reinventing of things, not necessarily remakes, but these brand new ideas from all this, the, these talented you know, artists. I want to see what other people have to say. Yeah. And with so much changing in the world, I know there are a lot of stories out there, but I, I don't hear them and I want to hear them. Yeah, I mean, just look at the Oscars last night, uh, listeners, when we're, when we're recording this now, the Oscars were just yesterday, and, you know, films that in the past probably never would have won, won. Like, the best picture was a, a film, a small indie, I don't know if it was indie technically, but it was a small film that was on streaming, you know, it wasn't even, like, it's, the world is changing, and that's amazing for independent filmmakers, because we actually get a chance to get our stories out there. And it's people like you that can help these independent filmmakers to, you know, get to the next level, to get that film out to more people, to tell their stories. So that's just, that that's amazing. It's really, it's so awesome what you're doing. And like you said, the world is changing. So it's just, we're going to get so many more stories out there with your help. Well, uh, thank you. I want to change it for the better. And you hit it right on the head too. The world is changing, especially with streaming. Yeah. That's why the very first step with various artists in the Film Festival is we get your stuff out there on social media. Yeah. 
exactly where it is because it's still a business. Mm-hmm. It's still about how many butts and seats or clicks or views you're going to get. So I'm helping people understand that your success may not necessarily be completely on talent. Right. It could also be on how well you are in business, mm-hmm. how you stand up for your brand, mm-hmm. how you represent yourself, the types of projects you release when you know you have bad audio, but you release it anyway. Mm-hmm. Nah, maybe you shouldn't have done it. Or you wrote a script, you only have $100, and you wrote a script that, that budgets out to be $25,000. Mm-hmm. Well, you probably should revise that script. Yeah. It's like that to help you say, I have to protect my name. I have to protect my brand. My name's going on this. It's got to be something that can stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. And to help people get to that, to that point and that level, and using social media, using the different likes, shares, you know, follows to help build that brand, the world's never had that before. And right. film festivals, others that I know that, that I know of, hadn't really tapped into that potential yeah. like various artists had. It's our very first thing we do. Mm-hmm. The business side first. You may hate a movie. A movie may may not do very. You, you may completely hate it, but it does millions of dollars at the box office. Yeah, it was marketed properly. Right. It's a business, you know. Yeah. And and you know what's that Andy? What's that Andy Warhol? Uh, painting of the Campbell soup can. He does mm-hmm. more than one. Yeah. So people look at that and say, why would I ever spend any money on uh, a painting of a Campbell soup can? He's an artist and the one of the paintings goes for like $11 million. So someone out there loves it. Someone mm-hmm. out there doesn't love it, but it's out there. And yeah. I'm, we're trying to help people get their projects out there. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny. I'm just thinking about um, one of our shorts. We have it in a festival coming up um, next month and it's a very small festival. It's, you know, no fee to submit, like no fee to to go watch the films or anything. Um, Very small, but it's called Silver Lake Shorts Festival. They have it every month and they've been like posting and reposting our film. And like it's it's been getting us a lot of attention, like you know, a lot of our audience who we thought already knew our film was out and already was in some festivals and stuff are now just be like, oh my gosh, it's it, it's out. We can watch it. And we're like, yeah, it has been. We've already told you guys. But like now that we're reposting with the festival behind us and they're posting, it's getting more traction. So that's, you know, a smaller version of what you're doing. But that just goes to show like it, it works. <laughs> it gets the attention. It absolutely works. And I think most artists just need that attention. Mm-hmm. Their talent will speak for itself. Right. Yeah. A sea of, of, of people, a sea of things, content fighting for people's attention. How is anyone, anyone ever going to find you? Well, you have yeah. to fight for that attention in the right way. Well, that's like, exactly. honestly, the biggest stressor in like our marketing plan and stuff is like, we do have a, a brand and a community, but I know that's still like small in comparison to the big budget production companies that have like millions of dollars to pour into their marketing to your point to then you know, you go see that film in theaters and you're like, this wasn't even good. And it like gets someone like me really frustrated when you're like, man, I just like, honestly too, it's like, I can see the mistakes that like didn't do it for me. Like in the script, for example, now that I've like really delved into being a writer and telling my own stories. And I I know like how hard it is (laughs) to like sit there and really work out the kinks. And I'm like, no one in the writer room said anything like and this is what gets all the attention and it's just it's really disheartening when you just know like it's scary to think that then no one's going to see your work when you feel like it really should and have like a voice and count so it is nice to like I think it, my point is it's so important to have that brand awareness to start and that you are giving us production companies that are so much smaller and can't pour like millions of dollars into marketing another way to market and brand yourself because that is super important that is something that you do have to think about when you're in development like we are for our first feature film isn't it, isn't it amazing how most of the, the great classic films that we all know and love now flop at the box office when they were released yeah. it's a wonderful life was released in january <laughs> after Christmas and it, and it flopped. Yeah. You can't go anywhere, you know, without ever hearing about that movie. It's, it's, it's a thing about the business side of it, the marketing side of it. If you have great talent, but someone else who doesn't understand it releases it during a time that it does, that doesn't fit. And now you can't do what you want to do for your life and career because someone else 
didn't market it properly, didn't brand it properly. You know, that's disheartening to put your career in someone else's hands. Mm -hmm. So it's very important mm -hmm. that community of content creators take something from comedians. What comedians will do after, before or after they have a set at a comedy club, they go in the lobby, set up their table, sell their own t-shirts, sell their own hats, sell their own merchandise, do their set, come back, and they, then they do it again. They promote themselves. And with the industry and social media and internet and everything else, yeah. the way right now, there's no reason and there's no shame in promoting yourself if you believe in yourself. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We, we touched on the shame of promoting yourself or like, what, what do I have? And it's like, you have to, you have to get over that. <laughs> Like, if you really believe in your work, then that's going to speak. Like, that's what you'll lead with because that's who you are. You're sharing yourself and being open and vulnerable. And that's, that's just part of it, you know? And, and I think it can feel daunting, but it's just, you got to push yourself. And, you know, we, we can go into that whole, whole, a whole nother dive into that, but it, that's just in summary, like you just have to like learn to do it if it's not even like a skill for yourself. The amount of songs and sound effects on Jambox is insane. I can't believe these are almost all exclusive to their database. Plus, you can use the stems to make your own. So many resources. Uh, it's wild and affordable. For the kind of indie films we make, we're probably only ever going to pay between $9.99 and $19.99 a month. That's cheaper than a lot of music we've licensed in the past. And the composers that created this music work for huge studios and creators. We're talking directors like Scorsese and global brands like DJI. That's huge. <laughs> yep, that's how you know they're good. And because they love creators, they gave us a discount code to share with our fam. 10% off with code FEM10. Aw, how sweet. We love working with companies like Jambox that actually care and know what creators need. Connecting filmmakers with ridiculously good music and sound effects. So check out jambox.io and remember to use our code FEM10. That's F-E-M-M-E 10. That's absolutely correct. And most people don't like the idea. And let's face it, most creative minds, um, it's a left brain, right brain type of scenario. Yeah. You don't necessarily know how or feel comfortable in a room full of people trying to, mm -hmm. you know, sell yourself and sell your idea. Mm -hmm. But you have to learn how to do it in a way that works best for you. But you have yeah. to do it. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's, there's more than one way. But the most important way, uh, the most important thing to remember is not give that power to someone else. Because once you do that, you're now back into the same scenario that we were in, mm -hmm. you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago of, of, of someone that has power over you and they know they have power over you and that they can now control you and your talent and your art. And who wants to give anybody power of themselves? Not Nobody. me, not this girl. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do and with the community of artists, yeah, it's, it's much easier to do that. Yeah. I wanted to ask because... Um, Every, I feel like film festival has a genre or kind of type of stories that they gravitate towards. Is there a theme or, or a message that you feel your, your festival, other than like supporting independent artists for sure as like a whole? Um, yeah, like, is there projects that you tend to gravitate more to and accept in your film festival run or the types of stories, if you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Um, we don't have a theme okay. or a genre. It just has to be a, a, a good project that you, the filmmaker, believe in. By you, the filmmaker, going out and pushing it. Well, look at my film. Go vote for my film. Please support me. Blah, 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 blah. Once you do that and you've pushed it, there have been a lot of films that I thought, eh, it's okay. Yeah, You know, I'm very happy they completed it. You know, that's more than most people. So good for them. <laughs> and then the other films that were great. I mean, oh, wow, this is definitely going to win. And it got, you know, two or three votes. And the film that was only okay yeah. had a great, great producer behind it. Yeah. Had a great team 
behind it and they promoted it to their family, their friends, and they got the word out and they got, you know, over, you know, over 99 to 100 votes. Yeah. Okay. And it's, and really, isn't that the world we live in anyway? Yeah. You know, how many great films have we gone to? And when the lights, uh, lights uh, go up, we turn around, it's only us and a few other people in the theater saying, wow, that was a great movie. Why is this yeah. not packed? You know, it's about word of mouth. Yeah. So, yeah. We don't have a genre. It has to be a film you obviously believe in. If you believe in it, then we believe in it. Mm. And if we, if you want to support it, then we want to support it. It just has to be completed, you know? Yeah. Uh, hopefully sound and audio and things of that nature and, and picture. But um, giving it, it's more about the platform, making sure, again, that people know that this is a festival catered toward the filmmaker, the content creator. Yeah. And not for just trying to raise money and, you know, blah, blah, blah. There are other ways of raising money. There's only one way of support, and that's support. Yep. Yep. No, that that um is great to to hear and like understand because every festival is different and what you know, some of them it is the messaging or the quality, you know, some are very like you could or yeah, genre and just hearing that for you it's it's really like in a way, helping the independent filmmaker learn like business is so in part and like being able to grow in the industry, like this is how you have to like start, you have to like market. So it's, it's amazing that even in your acceptances, that's what you really look for is people who are hustling and pushing their, their brand and their, you know, story forward. So that's, that's really awesome. I've never, I've like never heard that before. <laughs> so it's amazing. Yeah, I've, I've been in a lot of meetings uh -huh. and a, a lot of scenarios where there were great projects, but if there was no drive and passion from the filmmaker, you know, the investors didn't want to invest millions of dollars into it. Right. If they think this person's, you know, doesn't even believe in their own project. It's the ones that do. It's the ones that show it, that prove it, that go out there and say, this is what I've done. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And, I, and if you could come along with me on the ride, to get this, this film made. If not, no problem. I'll see you on the other side. I'm going to keep going. But I've seen more people invest in projects where that was the attitude of the filmmaker. Mm -hmm. You know, come with me or not, completely up to you, but I'm moving ahead. Yeah. I've seen more investments completed that way than I have been, you know, for content creators saying, can I please have some money? It's going to be really good, I promise. And, uh, and that's yeah. it. No. I mean, that's that's why, you know, pitch meetings exist and why with crowdfunding, they tell you to make a video. It's like, you know, just having it out there in written form of like, hey, all my ducks are in a row. I just need money from you. Like, that's not enough. You know, you have to come with that attitude. You have to it's like an, it's like in acting. You have to book the room kind of thing, you know. Exactly. You have to start your pitch meeting with why you're the only person to tell that story, why you're the best person to tell that story why the world needs to hear that story mm -hmm. and believe that so much, this is what you've done, you know, to get that story out there. That will attract more people than, than not. I 1000% believe that. Well said. Yeah. That's I, every, we're, we're going through, you know, uh, finding we're gearing up towards like hopefully partnering with a fiscal sponsor that really believes in our project for our next film. And then, you know, next up is like cultivating more investors and I was just at a coffee meeting with another director talking about fundraising and investing and like for his own projects. And it's like always that's the that's the roadblock. It's like, all right, time to find more people to invest. But I just my two cents on that was just like, well, you know, the story and the message of your film. And we know ours very, very clearly. We know exactly what we're, we're trying to say and the people kinds of organizations that would support that that's like already there like fine those people already support a certain kind of message then that's the kind of people that you should go book the room with because you will like if that's your if, if the stories and you know values align there there it is like try that and you know we're gonna go ahead and try that but I, I totally believe that we believe in the power of our message and what we're trying to convey with our story that that's the extra mile we're gonna go and, and talk to people about it that's great. That's exactly where you should be. You're doing the absolute right thing. I've seen that scenario yeah. work many, many times. 
And it's um, great to hear. <laughs> I'm very happy that you guys have this podcast to share this information because other people would have charged for it and you're giving it to your community of artists for free in the hopes that they use it better themselves and in turn better other people. That's what this world's around, you know, all about, what it should be about. I, oh, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. I, anyway, because I know, and what's so awesome about our show too, is a lot of us are ourselves included. And a lot of our guests did not go to film school. And it's crazy to me. Like, I like think these humans are so talented and smart and we've all just like learned ourselves and by talking to one another. Right. And I feel that's just the duty that I feel to give back to our listeners and other filmmakers who are, are learning this rope, because that's how I learned is just talking to people and sharing. So, I mean, we've always believed there's enough to go around for everyone. So why not support? Because it's like, to your point about your community and your film festival, we have to rely on each other at the end of the day when things get so hard that, you know, it's inspiring to hear that you didn't give up and you worked all these different roles to get to where you are. And that's just, it's, it's, it's what keeps us going together collectively. Yeah. And I think, thank you for saying that, but I also think that it, uh, if we don't give back, you know, to help other people avoid some of the mistakes that we've done and, yeah. and take advantage of some of the triumphs that we have, if we don't give back, then what a horrible, horrible circle of disappointment yeah. for all the artists, you know, that, that, you know, we can learn so much from each other. Why not? Yeah. You know, and, and who wants to know something, but you keep that away from somebody else. No. How about we all work together? We all have that same spirit of success. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Especially nowadays with so many streaming services and so many theaters that want to screen something in their multiplexes. You know, you can, you can four wall a theater a heck of a lot cheaper now and four wall means you can rent out the theater to to you. show your film yeah four walling is you can four four wall a theater much cheaper now and have your own premiere mm. and have your own status and really promote yourself with your pictures with your interviews etc more so than ever before you know so if everyone helped everyone if each one taught one you know yeah we can all be successful I Yes, totally, totally agree. And thank you for echoing that message. I think it's really important for our listeners who are new to the show to hear like that's what this community is about and that's what we are here to do. And we may not know 100% everything about everything, but that's why we continue to talk to to industry leaders and, and like share with one another what is working and what what we can do to further support one another. And that's like as simple as, you know, sharing your festival today, listeners with other listeners, because it's what you're offering seriously is just unheard of. Never, never seen a film festival offer so many resources like this before and support. And I, someone like me and Tessa, who've like gone through the rings of like figuring out money and stuff, audience and when we enter different like competitions and stuff, that's what everyone cares about these days. It's just that this is the world we live in now with social media and like, and uh, like it can feel kind of, I, I would try to discourage people from feeling like, oh, it's so fake, right? The followers and all that, but it's like not, there, there are people who are like tuning into you. Like you need to celebrate that and like continue to grow and, and find, find that following in, you know, in the way you present your work. Yeah, it's very, very important. And so I've got a confession. Okay. Um, thinking back on what I've said and what I didn't say, what a horrible thing to do to tease an <laughs> announcement, but not actually make the announcement. Ooh. Wait, you're going to actually make it? I thought it was mom's yeah, the word. I, I, I was going to. By the time this airs, <laughs> I hope to have this done. Okay. Um, okay. One thing that artists really suffer from is the day job. Yes. How do you, how do you cultivate and, and, and nature and nurture your art when you have to work a nine to five, nine to six, nine to seven, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Starting, starting this October, uh, one, one of the two announcements that we're going to make, uh, but what announcement we're going to make is that we're now offering internships. Ooh. Paid internships 
at an animation studio. Nice. So oh everyone that's in the animation department, um, I'm going to select 10 of them and actually give them a job. Oh, that's amazing. Oh work on a project from start to finish. They can see their name in the credits and this will be their first entry on their resume. That's amazing. That's, that's really amazing. Yeah. Because that goes above and beyond just like giving them, um, you know, acc accolades and credit and whatever. Like they're actually getting paid to like. <laughs> a job in their first, hopefully IMDb credit. Yeah. Yes. No, that's as someone who's currently struggling the, the work situation on the day to day, I, it's, it's grueling. And again, like going back to your your statement with Tessa earlier about like why you do things because you love like you just can't see yourself doing anything else like I have to currently remind myself daily that that's the fight I'm got like and maybe it shouldn't be a fight but it honestly right now it feels like a battle <laughs> every day to stay creative finish my script but also like stress about money at the same time it's it's a very not fun place to be in so to hear that you are I wish I had those opportunities earlier on in my career. And that now it's like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm at a point where I want more and it's just, it's really hard. <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, so coming from, from someone who's going through it right now, like that is an amazing thing to offer someone. And it's because they're actually getting paid to do what they want to do, you know, instead of like, okay, what's this little thing I got to figure out now that I don't really care about. Because at the end of the day, I want to make my film, you know? Yeah. The, the most important thing, you have to submit to the festival with a piece you've done because everyone will say how good they are. Yeah. You have to show me how good you are. You have yeah. to actually believe in yourself. Say, I'm going to take a chance. Mm -hmm. I'm going to step out and promote myself and do this and take the first step. Yeah. You take the first step, I'll help you with the next. But you got to take the first step on your own. And this is my way of trying to help people take that first step, take that next step. Uh, in the hopes that it's more than just a film festival. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm really going to cater toward the artists and trying to make something that's more artist focused, yeah, then I have to take my experience and try to fill in the gaps of every area that I saw the artist stumble. And this was one of those areas, and that's one of the first gaps I'm, I'm trying to fill. I love that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, for people that want to submit, um, are you on Film Freeway or is that is it separate like on a website? Basically, how can people find you? Um, that sort of thing. Sure. Uh, yes, we are on Film Freeway. So it's filmfreeway.com forward slash or backslash. Uh, V-A-I-F-F stands for the Various Artists Independent Film Festival. You go there, you see all of our genre categories, some of the judges we've had some of the you know, previous winners, clips of what we've done. And you can go there and submit four times a year, okay. fall, winter, spring, summer, four entry windows. And then we push you, help support you, get your name out there, and then we see what happens. So via uh, Film Freeway and through our website, VAIFF.com, you can go there, get more information on the festival, see who our sponsors are, and... Um, you know, and submit that way. So there are two ways you can actually reach us. Amazing. And then for people who um, maybe aren't ready to submit or don't have a film, um, but they are interested in the festival to see the submissions and all of that, should they go to the website or do you have social media as well? Like what direct them in that way as well? So the beauty of this is and that's another reason I have four submission windows. Yeah. If you hear about the festival in October, but your film's not finished yet, you have until next June to finish it. That's perfect. And that's why I want four submission ones because sometimes you're not ready in October. Yes. It's yeah, right yeah. Christmas. You, gotta, you know, you got to buy your kids a Joe with the Kung Fu grip. So you, <laughs> so you have until June to actually make that year's cut. So that's one. Yeah. Two, we, uh, because of COVID, we have a hybrid festival in person in Chicago and virtually online. So anywhere in, you know, in the world, you can actually watch the films that made it that far. Support the films, the filmmakers. Um, let me see. And then just throughout the year as well, you follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, the uh, various artists, V-A-I-F-F. -F. On Instagram, official V-A-I-F-F. -F. We're on TikTok, all things 
various artists. So there are several ways you can follow us. And we do on each platform, we'll announce industry jobs throughout the year. If someone's looking for something, a certain actor, if someone's casting, someone's looking for blah, blah, blah. We actually post that as well. So not only am I trying to support you in your future, I'm trying to support you right now. You know, some bills are due right now. (laughs) we're, We're doing everything we can to build the community so that artists know that they aren't alone. Because it is hard. It was hard delivering mail four times a day for a year and a day. It was hard to go through the things I've gone through in my life mm-hmm. and to, to be able to, to turn around and help someone, you know, achieve their, their dream or goal is, you know, that's what's the most important thing. My resume will not be on my tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if I can yeah. help somebody, that, that, that extends a lifetime. I love well that. Sad. Oh, I'm so, you did it. Omar, 10 out of 10 this episode. You killed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Just so, because it's so true, like what you value in life. And I think, again, that's what those little reminders, you know, makes mm-hmm. the work more meaningful and, and why you do what you love and what you, yeah. you know, that you can just see that in the message of your company and everything. It's just so great. Yeah. And I know for us, like yeah. I, I, you've convinced me to submit, you know, because I know we've gone through a lot of, um, we we did get specific with which festivals we submitted to. We didn't just, you know, blindly spend hundreds of dollars submitting. But like even that was still a lot of money. And we did get some acceptances, you know, but it's like it just it can feel really frustrating when you don't feel like you're getting anything out of it except maybe a little laurel to slap on your poster or whatever you know so it's just really amazing that you do offer what you offer and that the community comes out of it as well and you know so other people get to see your film and it's just it it's so much wrapped up in this that it's just such a great offer so thank you I'm really glad that you reached out to us because I'm really excited that something like this exists yeah I'm very happy and honored that you two uh allowed me to be a guest on the show yeah uh I need as much awareness as I possibly can get uh, and and it it's these types of, of situations and scenarios when I have to put my own money into it and you know things don't always work that I feel better about mm-hmm. doing those types of, of things and making those sacrifices. Yeah. Thanks for listening to FemRegard Podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in every Friday for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals. We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and review. You can also join the Fem Fam on Patreon. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.